Hey guys, this is Chelsea Schaefer and this is The Score. This is the Team Roping Journal's venture into the world of podcasting. On this show, you'll be able to bring the Team Roping World's movers and shakers on the road or to the office with you. They'll be telling stories and talking through some of the issues facing this sport. As the editor of the Team Roping Journal, I'll be your host. Hey, Tara. Hey, Chelsea. Welcome back. Welcome back to the office. Yeah, guys, I've been traveling a bit. We were in Reno for BFI week, which you all heard the episode seven of The Score last week with Chris Francis and Kate Passig. Um, and then I have been at Greeley for the Greeley Stampede because as we're recording this episode, we are smack in the middle of Cowboy Christmas. So tell us what's happening over at Greeley right now. Sure. Um, Clay Tryon and Travis Graves, the new partners, new old partners for this year, are, are leading it, tied with the Torres brothers. They both have an 11-8 on two. Um, and this year, Greeley is two and a short. So we will be standing by for next week um, for the short round on the third. So by the time you hear this, we will know who won Greeley. So sorry about that. Um, but you can look at our Facebook page and our social media, and we'll be sure to cover it um, in the meantime. Um, and then uh, I saw Charlie Crawford and Ty Arnold are winning Prescott, and that is awesome because they're another new team. Uh, Ty Arnold's a young kid, and it's great to see them doing good. Charlie is so good at taking on um, young talent and kind of making them blossom. And besides following these guys over, over the 4th of July run, you're also smack dab in the middle of the August issue. What can listeners look forward to in the August issue? Yeah, we go to press in the August issue next Monday before the 4th of July. Um, so it is another huge issue, another 178-page book. You guys, I love how good the team roping industry is because it is growing by leaps and bounds, and that makes a lot of work for us, but that's awesome. Super glad to see it. Um, the August issue will have a full explanation of the American Cowboy number 10 with RFG TV's The American um, that is going to be hosted through select World Series and U.S. ropings. Um, and so we will have a step-by-step guide to how to qualify for the American Cowboy 10. Uh, I talked to Terry Rappel the other day. Her and her husband, Bo, hosted the very first American Cowboy 10 qualifier in Gill, Colorado. And Terry said she they did a t- big Q&A before the roping started, before entries closed, to explain to people what was going on with this roping and how to qualify. Um, and I think there is still a little bit of confusion out there, despite the fact that um, we've done a Q&A with Denny about how it works, and it's on our website. You can go to teamropingjournal.com and read Denny's Q&A, and then look for a step-by-step guide to the American Cowboy 10 in the August issue. All right. Well, without further ado, let's talk about today's episode. You have a big, big name on today, and uh, you were in a big location, so kind of tell us about that. Yeah, absolutely. I talked to Carl Stressman, president of the USTRC, uh, former commissioner of the PRCA, We were in the dock bar room at the Reno Livestock and Event Center watching the Reno Rodeo Invitational. Um, And it's an 11-point. It's a USTRC affiliate this year, so that's awesome. People's money earned counts towards discounted entry fees at the finals. Um, And we kind of covered a whole range of topics, especially, I mean, we talk a lot about what he's learned in the last six months working with Denny Gentry in the World Series um, as as kind of partners and, and 
working together to grow the sport of team roping. So we talk a lot about the changes that are coming for the U.S. finals. Um, and just so you know, U.S. finals and uh, entry forms are in the August and July issues of the Team Roping Journal. So please don't miss those. Please get entered. Um, and yeah, Carl talks about what you can expect in Oklahoma City. All right. Without further ado, here's Carl Stressman with Chelsea. Thanks, guys. Enjoy. So tell everybody where we are. Well, we're uh, sitting in Reno, uh, Nevada. We're uh, inside the uh, Livestock Event Center, uh, Reno Sparks Livestock Event Center, and we're watching the number 11, uh, the million-dollar rope, and uh, put on by uh, Peter Sonoma Productions, and uh, pretty cool place to be today. Yeah, and it is a USTRC affiliate, correct? Yes, it is. Proud of it. Yeah. You are on month six at the USTRC. Mm -hmm. What do you now know about team roping that you did not know six months ago? You know, well, I don't know if I can, how long do we have? So <laughs> the list goes on and on forever. <laughs> the facts are I'm getting a little smarter at what I think is, uh, is, is uh, who we need to listen to and what we need to do and, and how we need to structure, you know, the organization uh, and make a few little changes in it. Uh, to uh, effectively make it better for everybody. I mean, it's it's really about the ropers, and it's about you know good producers, and it's about you know trying to find a level playing field and and trying to increase the dollars that uh, that come out of it because there's an awful lot of it that's invested in it by these uh, by these ropers and uh, the USTRC is uh, looking at all aspects of it. So, been interesting. So you had said. Um one of the first things you said, we're going to break that break that all down a little bit more. Okay. One of the first things you said is people that you need to listen to. Who can you give me some instances of some people that you have met along the way over these last six months that have? Well, been? I'll tell you that the one of the things that I have done, you know, one of the things I did in one of my other careers a few years ago was to to try to listen to the people that were putting the the. Uh, the effort and the money into producing events. Doesn't make any difference whether you're talking about Pro Rodeo or you're talking about USDRC. I really do believe that um, but being close to them and, and the communication level between the producers, our good producers, and the USDRC is mandatory because, as you know, um, you know we're all owned by the AIM Group now, including World Series and, and the USDRC, but both organizations have some strong... Uh, regional areas, you know, geographically, and I do believe that uh, that the team rope world does differ slightly from uh, East Coast to the middle of the country to the West Coast, uh, you know, to Texas. I do believe that. So we got great, some great producers in all of those areas. That I think it's important that we listen to what their needs are, and I think we address their needs. We address needs for, at the producer level. We will address needs of the ropers, and that's really the, the end game is to try to make sure that the ropers are, are pleased. And, and look, look, we're not naive enough to think that. I'm not naive enough to think coming out of a, another world that I'm gonna, everybody's going to go, man, this is the greatest thing in the world. It's not going to happen. I know that as well as, as probably anybody in this industry, uh, with maybe the exception of Denny, but, uh, but it's... Uh, it's important for us to listen and then make some changes, not necessarily go in as what we consider to be the, you know, the new whatever it is and make the changes. I think it's important that we listen and then we make changes based on uh, gathering information. 
So what are some of the needs that you've seen from producers? What, what are some of the changes that they have asked for? Well, I think we have to get the USTRC. First of all, the UST, people have to understand the USTRC has real strength and that it, it always has, and it's maybe it's gone through somewhat of a, you know, a lull, but, but you know what, we need to polish on it and, and make sure that it's it's the right, uh, that, that, the, that the formulas are right, that the, one of the biggest issues we have and have had, I think, is, uh, is age protected, you know, just take a look at the World Series and see how successful that's been, and the USTRC has the opportunity to do that now. That being said, we also launched, a, you know, Junior NFR piece because we all know that, uh, Guys my age are are going to one of these days wear out, and uh, and we need the next generation coming in. So we have a place for them, but it doesn't mean that we that they can compete every day head to head with us because we know that we can't compete with them. So why not make it so that everybody has an opportunity to to, to we provide an opportunity for everybody to come and play and have again as close to a level playing field as we can. So there's 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 a lot that that you have to take into consideration, and that certainly is one of them. And the seven has been pretty successful, the addition of the seven? Well, my my thought process on that deal is that the seven, you know, pick or draw on the seven, we have a lot of people, in my opinion, that have gotten into the roping uh, game a little bit later in life. And I'm going to tell you that at my age, I'm not getting any better. And neither are an awful lot of other people. And if we can convince people that that's okay, but yet provide them with opportunity, additional opportunity in place of what we have today, then we're just going to build the game. I mean, you know, there's a ton of people like, you know, myself in the game in the late 60s. I just want to rope. I just want to go rope. I want to have fun. I want to rope. But I want it to be... I want to be able to win occasionally, you know, so I want to be numbered correctly, which is another issue, obviously, and I want to be, uh, I want to be, be able to go and rope with my friends and, my, and the partners that I normally rope with. And we've made some changes to the number system. T- talk a little bit about what's going on with the number system that AIM and the USTRC and the World Series all are involved with. Well, the number system's always, you know, been the biggest issue, and it's funny because, you know, I didn't get, I didn't even, the announcement didn't even hit the airways before I had people calling me wanting to know if they could get their number lowered. I, most of it was, you know, you know, people that I've known for years that said, hey, I, you need to lower my number. I tried to, so, and, and very frankly, it, none of them got their number lowered <laughs> off of those calls, I can tell you that. But I think it's important for us to, to really spend the time to evaluate the situation. And, and you know, the, the guys down there in Stephenville are, are really doing a job, and they're, they're being very cautious with what they're gonna, what's coming out in, this, in the second phase of this. Uh, AIM's completely behind that, you know, the, the system. As I go around the countryside, I've had a couple, I've had an opportunity to be in a couple of U.S. Ropens uh, uh, weekends out there, and uh, I can tell you that unless people are not telling me the truth most people are pretty satisfied with their number yeah uh, it's not a, it's not an issue of course the, the you know the squeaky wheel supposedly they think gets the grease but there's always somebody that's unhappy about it and one of the things that we're trying desperately to do is to make sure that we have enough uh, data coming in that we can make decisions that are intelligent and that and that and I think the biggest issue that, that we have had in the past is we we see people's opinion of the number system is that we move people up but we never move people down and I'm not I don't I don't think that's true but I think that's the perception and perception as you well know is reality so yeah. so people are like well I'm not going to so and so I'm not going to U S Roping because if you go there and win they move your number up well that's not true no 
because you have to be in a statistical category where you if you get, if you win something and you get your number moved it's because you were you were roping at a on the border of a number change anyway so then when you do place it a couple of places then we don't have any choice. We, we have to make the decisions. We meaning that system has to make the decision. Yeah. Not me, so don't call me, okay? Cause I'm, yeah, it is so, <laughs> it's, the system, it is, that computer is so sophisticated. It is, absolutely. And now you have all kinds of things, speed indexes and, and you know, all of the returns and, and the number of opens that you've been in and how many times you placed and all those things that are, that really are, are, are mandatory to to justify those things and it's there Mm -hmm. the computers don't lie statistics do not lie no matter what you think or do statistics don't lie you can put them all together but people I want to rope at a lower number so does everybody else we're looking out here we're looking out uh, out of the dock bar room at all these number number 11 teams if you went to somebody and said look we're going to lower your number half number do you think anybody's going to go hey wait a minute Mm -hmm. don't lower mine so therefore that's the mentality that we that we sometimes have to to deal with too and And i I seem to hear people say well so and so called me in they think somebody told on them and that's the only way and that's so not the only way that's completely false yeah because we've well and again i wasn't in this position you know 20 years ago but certainly denny denny was and you know, if somebody calls, if you completely stick out, of course somebody's going to dial the phone and say, you know what, Carl Stressman should not be numbered that way. He's blah, blah, blah. You know you know how it goes. Mm-hmm. Boy, I get that. But, but, but that is the last thing that, uh, that, that we want to influence any number changes. Because that justification is hard to say, yes, you, you, know, you did this, this, and this. The justification system is, here's, here's statistically what happened. And I'm gonna take it. It takes away an awful lot of the argument of whether your, you know, whether your numbers being raised yeah. or not. Same way on the other side, we need to move quicker on on reducing numbers so that guys don't get hung out there and don't have the opportunity, you know, over a period of time to not 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 get in this. Look, there's an awful lot of money being spent in the team roping industry at lots and lots of associations around the, the country. So if you have choices as to where you go. Mm-hmm. We certainly want the U.S. in the World Series, and I'm not speaking for Denny, but we certainly want the USTRC to be part of a, a fair and equitable program that the ropers can say, hey, no worries. But they also have an opportunity to call and say, hey, look, here, here, here's my here's my debate on this deal. So I, I, I really do believe we have we have the ability to do it, and it is uh, and it would be very, very nice if everybody was a little closer on the same playing field because then all of a sudden, everybody's uh, data gets reported. It becomes a, it becomes a, a better uh, better opportunity for everybody, yeah, I think. Yeah, a better, more accurate picture yeah. of what's happening, for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, tell me, speaking of Denny, what have you learned from Denny, and what have you learned about Denny Gentry in the last six months? He, you know what? I, I, he's the genius, in my personal opinion, and I don't don't let him hear this because <laughs> it'll it'll ruin it for me. But he's, uh, you know, this is a guy that, along with Connie, and I got to give Connie an awful lot of credit yeah, for what for happened sure. in that. The huge success that these people have had in the team roping industry is glaring when you get to hang around with them for a while. You know, this is this is their their life. They they've lived this. They've lived every part of it. They. You know, if I have a question, you know, the first thing I do is if I'm not in Albuquerque, it's called in and go, hey, what, what, what do you think about this? And we've had some, you know, some uh, 
some disagreements, and I don't mean disagreements, but we disagree, we have disagreed on a few things, but when you listen to the guy speak about the team open industry, you know he's absolutely passionate about it and 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 has witnessed probably most everything that there is to witness in yeah. the team open industry. So to have him as a resource is, is I, don't, I don't think you can beat that. I don't care where you went and what you want to do for a living. I think if you have a guy like that that, that knows the game, he uh, and, and and is absolutely willing to to sit and talk about the team roping industry and not have a, not have a problem giving information or giving information to me about it, you know, that's uh, yeah, he's he's got it wired. He knows yeah. what he's doing. That's he sure does. Um, you and he helped you. You all work together to craft some of the changes that are coming down the pike for the U.S. finals. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we, you know what, there's nothing that I have done certainly in the last few months that I haven't at least uh, gone to Denny and said, hey, take, listen to this and see if I'm crazy as heck or whether, you know, this has some opportunity. So it's nice to be able to have a, you know, a resource like him. But he, he he's well aware of what uh, what's happening at the U.S. And he, again, you know, he's he really is in charge of roping operations for, you know, for our mm-hmm. parent company, which obviously you're well aware of. And uh, <laughs> so, and he but and he asks good questions. He will, he doesn't always give you the answer. He'll he'll say, well, what what if, what about this? And well, if he did this, what would happen on this deal? Which is which is a great opportunity because it does make you think think through to the very end of this deal, yeah. and not just go ahead and take. You know what Denny says is what you know. Mm-hmm. That's what we're going to do. That's not true. What Denny says is, hey, you need to think about this and how it affects this, and that's pretty easy. You know, pretty easy gig when you start thinking it through that way. Don't forget, this podcast is supported by U.S. Rider, the premier equestrian roadside assistance program in the industry. You've heard me talk about it every episode since the start. And now I want to give you a promo code so you all can subscribe and save money too. You get 14 months for the price of 12 with the promo code PC718. That is P as in Paul, C as in Cat, 718. You only get it if you're listening to the score. This is a score exclusive promo code. So head on over to usrider.org and subscribe. And so what are some of those changes that that people can look forward to at the U.S. Finals this year? Well, you know, uh, this, you can get on the website, you can get on our website and take a look at the uh, at, at the change on there. The schedule's all posted in there, so please do that because there are some changes and we don't want anybody to get caught short of not doing it, but uh, <clears throat> there's a 16 this year, and uh, that's 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 different than what we've had in the past. Um, there is not an open there at the at the at Oklahoma City. There's uh, the exclusive ropings, which are which have been going on for uh, most of this year, have gotten to have gotten some strength in it because those are age protected. So that's 25 and that's 25 and over. And <clears throat> when we when when we talked about listening to the ropers, you know, last year uh, there were some complaints about the the young people. And and again, boy, I, I don't want to rope against them, but. I know that they're the next generation of the real the real ropers in the world, so we have to take care of them too. So, but the exclusives do take the place. There's five exclusive ropers out there. Um, uh, they're they're beginning to catch on in uh, in the with our producers out there today, and I think they'll be I think they'll be huge when they get to the to the uh, U.S. Finals in Oklahoma City, just because they are age protected and uh, and. That, that will give everybody a little uh, cleaner, you know, a playing field. So I think that's a great deal. Uh, you mentioned before that we did the, you know, the pick and draw on the seven. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of a number seven rope, and, and quite a few of our producers have had them, and they've gotten really good success on them. And, and very frankly, uh, 
you know, I hope it's a, I hope it's a huge success at the at the finals this year. We need to entertain certainly uh, uh, that end of the yeah. of the of, of the team open world because, like I said, I think some, I think there are some people that are in the game at uh, you know 50 or 55, male and female that, that want to rope and and maybe we never get any, maybe they never advance any farther because of circumstances to be anything but roping into seven and. Why not? I mean, mm-hmm. let's 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 give the people what they're asking for, and let's. The only way we can we can grow the sport is to encourage people to participate. So that's a that's a real plus in that that area too. Of course, the uh, you know the all ladies is in there. And there's there's a few little changes in that. There's an eight incentive in the ladies, and uh, and it's capped this year for the first time. So uh, because that's that was the decision that we you know that we decided to make on behalf of the ladies. That are that are open mm-hmm. at the at the uh, the old ladies. So, uh, the, of course, the junior NFR. That's another piece that's yeah, again we mentioned thing. it before. But you know, there's a junior BFI tomorrow here mm-hmm. in Reno, which I look forward to seeing. Uh, Darren Peterson, of course, I talked to him uh, a couple days ago, and it's full. Uh, they filled up on that, so that'll be interesting to see. And there, there's there's who you're looking for. And, you know, for the next generation, these young people that are going to rope uh, tomorrow in this junior BFI. Uh, and they get they get I believe it's triple the points tomorrow in this in the BFI, but those are the young people that you're going to see at Oklahoma City at the youth uh, at the youth uh, deal and and we'll go on to 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 uh, Las Vegas yeah. to compete in the junior NFR, which is a cool program that includes all the events. Mm-hmm. But obviously we're you know our main focus is certainly on the team open. But so there's there's lots of things going on. Yeah, and it seems like there's going to be a lot of good things. But was it a hard decision to not have the U.S. Open this year? Yeah. Talk about the talk. Well, about it's it's all, you know it's always a hard decision not to have one. Of course, you know when you got done watching the BFI yesterday. And and uh, you know you're just mesmerized by the open guys. I mean they're they're just you know they're mounted and they they just rope so well. And that just like that short run, so special. Oh, it was special. You know, yeah, fifteen guys coming back and every one of them just got faster and faster and faster. In the middle of that, you know about from tenth to probably tenth or eleventh to eighth or something, they had to be five six or five two to you know to get in it. Mm-hmm. And man, they came with it. And the and the steers. Uh, they, they did a good job on the steers for the short run. Yeah, they, I thought they did a good job on the steers altogether, mm-hmm. but they were strong through the rope, and they were little, you know, they they were handpicked for the short run, obviously, and uh, and they did a nice job on that. But it was the most amazing watching of those guys. So it's always difficult not to have that. But but again, we're charged with the responsibility of making a little money for you know our parent company and media, and I'm convinced that. Uh, that the open guys will, f- will find somebody to rope in that case number 16 of course they're giving the tractors away in the 16 yeah, so a that's rope. a big deal mm-hmm. and and the and, and again you know in a 16 roping hopefully there'll, there'll be more teams in a 16 than we typically have in a straight open roping and so there's an opportunity for them uh, not the same opportunity but there's an opportunity for them and there's tractors to be given away and there's uh, so I'm hoping it's the it, it's the right decision it I'm sure it won't. Again, you can't satisfy everybody on that deal, and I hope they don't understand that nobody's coming after the open ropers. That's not that's not even mm-hmm. close to being the situation. But we feel like uh, strategically that the 16 probably plays a little better mm-hmm. this year, and we'll take a look at it and see what happens. And nothing to say that we won't we won't make some changes 
on that format mm -hmm. next year when we when we take a look back and see how, how it worked. How it's evolving, yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, the junior, yeah, the junior NFR qualifiers have been going pretty dang well. It looks like I, John English sends me the results every month, and it seems like it's strong. I think there. I think uh, th there's some indication that we will we may cut down on some of the junior. Uh, uh, qualifiers for next year and strategically place them a little bit uh, more regional so that it, they draw a few more people rather than have as many as we had. Mm -hmm. You know what? This again, this was a, uh, you know, this was a, this was an attempt to to do what we thought was the best thing to do this year. Of course, with John, you know, he heads that up and does a great job on that deal. With but but then he's input and and looking at it and I knew a little bit about the junior NFR prior to this deal. It. Uh, it, it was a, it was a, you know, hey, let's try this and see. Mm -hmm. The great thing about uh, the great thing about, of course, the great thing about Denny Gentry and the great thing about A Media is, you know, they're they've been uh, they've been pretty cool about about letting us collectively, you know, look and see, and then not really so stringent as to say, no, we can't change this deal. So that's a pretty nice way to to manage is to be able to say, well, this may not be working very well. Let's let's move in a different direction or slight different direction anyway. So we're not so bound by you know by that's rules and regulations, which is which is a pretty cool deal. So therefore, when you're out in the marketplace, like I've been here you know a couple of days at Marino and uh, and have the opportunity to, to be here again tomorrow, and it's important to, to to get down there and talk to guys that are in this 11. There's a 12 tomorrow. There's a you know there's the junior is uh, tomorrow afternoon. You know the BFI was yesterday. It, it is important to hear people and what they. They have to say, and you know, there's a lot of ropers certainly that I know and know have known over the years, and they're usually not afraid to give me free advice. I can tell you that <laughs> I've had a lot of it in my career. <laughs> yeah. So they're not afraid to tell me, and I'm. It's okay. Believe mm -hmm. me, it's just fine with me. I'm, I'm. I'm anxious to. I'm anxious to increase my knowledge of, of what what the best thing for the industry at this level is. It's different. To work with one individual discipline rather than you know working the you know overall and and very frankly it's 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 certainly really enjoyable for me because I am a team roper and and I love it I have a huge passion for the team roping world and I never made a secret of it even mm -hmm. in my former career I'm I'm a big big fan not only do I team rope but I'm a big fan of team roping mm -hmm. so I wanted to continue to grow and 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 produce more and more and more. Have you? watched your former um, organization at all from afar and have you been paying attention to anything going on in PRCA any you know I'm like a, I'm a fan so I'm a rodeo fan also and and I and I will always be a rodeo fan um, but I really am a, I've always been under the you know the impression that you know the king is dead long live the king this, it's not my gig it, 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 you know what we I think we had some, certainly had showed some success in it. Mm -hmm. I, I can't tell you. I wish the absolute very best to uh, to to the organization. I've got great people that are still friends of mine that work there. Obviously, um, I, I have had um, some conversation with Mr. Taylor uh, in terms of you know just kind of a overall you know how are you and mm -hmm. all that and and I, and I do believe that uh, firmly believe that right people for the right times for the right jobs is huge and I don't think there's enough people that express that the sentiment that 
when you're the right person for the right time for the right job, it becomes better. When you when you try to put a you know round peg in a square hole, you, you fight and fight and fight and fight. I don't think you're always the right person for the right job, and I'm perfectly content to tell you that. You know, almost 10 years of being in my former career was was long enough to be in that former mm-hmm. career. Somebody else with new ideas and maybe a little more energy based on that, not not sheer energy, mm-hmm. but energy based on, on, on that job. I really think that's probably, uh, the timing was probably uh, yeah. appropriate. I really do. I, I'm not sure that, that anybody else will go... Uh, close to 10 years in that job. I don't know. I don't know if they will or not. I think I was fortunate because the, a lot of the time we were in a fistfight with somebody, and that was a that that was seemed to be, uh, you know, I had some strength in that area of, of you know trying to get some things done that that will stay in play for a long time. Now, new ideas, uh, new opportunities. That's uh, that's their job is to go find new opportunities and new jobs and 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 give the guy sh- a shot at it. If I thought that the first month that I was at the U.S. everybody was going to judge my performance by the first month, man, I'd be sitting in the house in Taylor, Arizona, <laughs> or Cave Creek, you know, today, because it does take it is a learning curve no matter what, no matter how much experience you've had in any area. Uh, the guy's a businessman. He came out of Caterpillar. You know, people don't they don't achieve what he achieved because you're stupid or you're lucky he, he obviously has some skill sets and mm-hmm. I think that they're probably appropriate for the timing hey before you go leave us a rating on iTunes leave us a review let the world know what you think that helps more people find us on iTunes and give us a shout out share it with your friends so more people can know about the score can talk to your opening and hopefully help push this industry even further forward Thank you all.